Ahem. What? You're going to wash your hands, right? No. Because I'm evil. Oh. What's that from? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, there's only one person at this table that would know possibly where that's from, and that is from Justice League Unlimited. Oh, okay. It is an episode where... Uh, Lex Luthor and The Flash swap bodies. That's one of the good episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so The Flash, if people, the, the the League of Doom is, is kind of like wondering why Lex is acting so odd. And so, yeah, so The Flash is trying to on purpose act evil. <laughs> so he, they're in the bathroom and one uh, Dr. Polaris just looks at him. He's like, what are you doing? He's just like, Aren't you gonna wash your hands? He's like, no, because I'm evil. <laughs> Who's Doctor Polaris? I don't even think I know that he name. He is a villain for Green Lantern. Oh, okay. Isn't in that episode where like Lex Luthor, when he gets into the Flash's body, he looks into the mirror and he goes, "I could see who the ident- real identity is." Pulls off the mask. I have no idea. Who this yeah. Is. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I think yeah, that is one of the best ones. And then there's a there's a series called uh, Brave and the Bold, which is on HBO Max, and it, it's okay. It's like Batman. It's uh, voiced by the guy who was um, Drew Carey's friend off the Drew Carey show, the guy off of uh, the next door neighbor from the Office Space, mm-hmm. and he voices Batman. And there's an episode where uh, Superman gets infected with uh, the kryptonite that turns him evil. And so, but because it's kind of like, you know, a kid-friendly thing, like Superman just starts doing reverse things that, you know, would be evil, but in the eyes of kids, you know, uh, grabbing a cat, putting it into a tree, you know, doing this, straightening up this or whatever, like some of the things that Superman does as evil is actually hilarious. I'm going to have to watch this. You guys talk about it so much. (laughs) I love Justice League. I'm loving it. It is so fun. I mean, you could, I think personally you could skip the, you know, the original Justice League. Yeah, I'd say that. Uh, I mean, it's good, but it's not great. I think where it takes us, you know, it goes up, it elevates up in Justice League Unlimited. So that is what I think. All right. Well, welcome to the Utterly Useless Podcast. This is the only podcast where one of us can yell a magical word and possibly obtain magical powers. I am the Shazam of the podcast, Brett. To my right, a man who, if you would ask him, why so serious? He will give you multiple different stories, especially about the the scar that you can barely see on his face. The Joker of the podcast, Timmy. Timmy. And to my right, a man who has been once blinded by a lightsaber fight, but he got better. <laughs> the daredevil of the podcast, Jeremy. <laughs> it's true. I have been blinded by a lightsaber. Fun fact, those like ex- retractable lightsabers, if they don't sand off the top of that like where they meld the <laughs> them plastic together it could be sharp and my son went and stabby stabby and took off a chunk of my eye kind of 
it was not pretty <laughs> and it hurt for weeks. And so I, yeah, for three days I had to keep my eyes closed. Hardest thing in the world, especially because if you keep one eye, if you open one eye and move it around, obviously the other one, regardless, does the same thing, even if your eyes close. Mm. Hurts so much. Anyways. Ouch. Fun story. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, I guess we will just move on to. All right, merit badges. What do we got? All right. So my merit badge is called, oh, this is what you meant. <laughs> so um, probably, I don't know about you guys, but I was always told, especially after I broke my arm, hey, you know, eventually that's going to start hurting. You're going to develop arthritis. I believe my grandparents and even my mom and dad even told me one time. And I'm just going, what? No, it's it. It got healed. It's better. It's fine. And the, and so for the past probably about three weeks, the uh, my right arm, which I've broken multiple times, is I wake up with it stiff as a board and unmovable. And the past couple of weeks, I, I, every single day I woke up and it's just like, oh yeah, this is what they meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel you there. I, I feel like a robot every every morning and every when it gets cold outside because you know i broke my wrist mm -hmm. have a plate in there and every once in a while i have to like pop it to get it like okay now you can work today good job it's like all right it'll just feel like i'm trying to think of what robot is that like has to like bend and then it's all yeah. uh, probably the what is it the tin man from the wizard of oz yeah right? probably yeah yep i've never broken a bone uh, oh look so at you so just out of curiosity, do you have like achy you know, joints mm -hmm. every single morning at all? Um, nothing more than the, uh, the usual mid, <laughs> mid, uh, middle-aged old man. Okay. <laughs> have you done anything like uh, stitches? Uh, I have had stitches. He's your snitches. Well, yeah, because that's why snitch. he has multiple stories for how he got those. <laughs> yeah. They all get stranger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my merit badge is that I broke my son. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. So my son's three, and I thought it'd be fun, like, because my my daughters, of course, love puppies a lot, and so I I saw this TikTok, and I can show you guys later, but it's a TikTok of this little puppy, and when I say little, I mean like he can fit in your hand, one hand little, and um, and what it is is a video of him in a crock and he keeps disappearing into the back of the crock and then comes out and back and out. And oh, that's, so he's super tiny. That sounds, uh, you know, I'm going to say something I don't normally say. That sounds super cute. <laughs> it does. No, it really is super cute. And it's like the puffy kind of like he's uh -huh. a little fluffy guy. And my son for a full day and part of the next day was just like, but why is the puppy so small? And he just like was just sitting there perseverating on it, like, why oh, he's so small? And he's just like, it's okay, bud. It's okay. He's gonna grow bigger, but he's so small. Why is he so small? <laughs> and he just kept on perseverating on it forever. And I'm like, whoa, did not expect this to be an outcome. But the girls loved it. <laughs> Man, he was like, I'm. All I can think about today is just he's so small. <laughs> <laughs> and if we bring it up, he'll do it again. So I can't bring it up again. So, wow. So yeah, broke him for a little bit. 
<laughs> All right. Well, my merit badge this week, um, I it's called I Survived Being a Vegetarian for One Week. Ooh. Whoa. Purposefully? Yeah, purposefully. I'm going to say, you, this is self-inflicted. Self-inflicted, <laughs> purposefully. You know what? I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> it's funny because on the way to your house, there's a sign. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there's a bill, a marquee that's, that makes a comment about being a vegetarian. Yeah, it wasn't it something like I, I uh, turned vegetarian. It was a big missed steak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had noticed that the other day when I drove up. There. Um, so I'm doing. I'm. I just. I'm. I'm committing myself to a vegetarian lifestyle for a little while, just to um, get healthier, um, lose weight, all that kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And norm because and it's been challenging because normally at work, like I, I'm, I taste test a lot of the cook's food. Yeah, and and it's usually almost like uh, going into robot mode where I just kind of you know grab a fork grab a piece of their meat or whatever and i try it but this this whole week has been just consciously going no i can't have that right now <laughs> and so i'm like and i've just been focusing on other things and um it's amazing how much how much uh, your perspective changes when you actually commit to a specific lifestyle and to me if you're a vegetarian or vegan or whatever diet you follow it's not a diet it is a complete lifestyle change because you have to like you're almost hyper focused on what it is that's around you, mm-hmm. and so it's it's been a challenging, but you know I've I've made it I made it through one week. I feel like yeah, when you do things like that, all of a sudden things become plentiful. <laughs> it's yeah. like here, then neighbor knocks on your door. Hey, we we couldn't eat this whole ham. Here you go, have this ham. Like yeah. no, we can't eat it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden. McDonald's is like free chicken nuggets for a week, and you're like, "Why is this happening to me?" Yeah. So the 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 nice thing is though that that Utah is a little more welcoming to that kind of lifestyle than Idaho. Idaho is very steak and potato country, and um, here there's there's a lot more options to choose from. There's a lot more vegetable options available in stores, and so I'm I'm a uh, I'm starting to adopt this lifestyle. I don't know how long I'll have it, but I'm I'm currently committed to it right now. I'm also I'm also off caffeine still, so I'm like I don't know what's going on. Mm, you okay? Blink twice <laughs> if you need help. <laughs> so I will say, um, uh, didn't think that I was going to be saying this in this podcast. Massive respect for Idaho now. Like you know what? If, if being even more pro meat and less vegetable, you know what? They're definitely it, they've moved up in my in my opinion. Maybe the Boise area, but southeast Idaho, not so much. <laughs> well, good on you. Hope how let's see. I mean, you've been committed to everything else you've ever done, you know, as far as staying away from caffeine and all that. So, um, in May it'll be one year since caffeine. Wow. Has it been a year already? I know. It just seems like, because I was thinking about that, because I'm about ready to go caffeine-free starting next week. I'm just, I, I had accrued so much, you know, I, I've i been Mountain Dew-free since the end of December, and I had like an economy size, like two like economy size energy things. I'm like, well, I'm not just going to throw them away. <laughs> That'd just be wasteful. So I'm just slowly like, you know, enjoying the last of them. Not drinking too many, so I don't. It's easier, but yeah, starting February, caffeine free. But and I was thinking about you, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, he's been able to do it for like, like 
about three, four months. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because uh, I got food poisoning in May of last year. And that's the, the same day I decided to say, you know, I'm going to take a break. So in May, it'll be one whole year of no caffeine. I don't have your guys' willpower. <laughs> I don't. I need something. I'm very much a like a, a beverage drinker. Oh, I, I definitely I, am. And I don't know what else to drink. And you, if you say water, I'll kill you because water <laughs> is not something to drink. It is, it is a necessary evil. <laughs> I want something that is fun to drink, and that's and that is such uh, a first world problem of like, <laughs> I want something that's fun to drink. And other countries like, like I, I just want to drink. I just want to live. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, there's some pooey water. <laughs> <laughs> and me like water, water yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> spin the wheel all right we have spin the wheel where we have 10 categories of questions we're gonna spin this wheel and decide who's gonna be asking what brett's up first and you get lick off all right so i want you to think and th this could be e different for either one of you but it's your own individual thing. Your son goes up to you or your daughter and says, Daddy, what's that? And you have to lick it. <laughs> Just the next thing that uh -huh. they say, what's that? Yep. <laughs> and it can't be a human though, right? No. <laughs> like, what's that? Uh -huh. That's a human. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> that is such a wild card right now because my kids are younger than yours. I mean, we have one daughter the same age, but the twins are the what, you know, what's that age? Uh-huh. You know what? Dean asked what's that for just about everything. And so I feel good about what they would ask me. He would ask me what it is. I'm, I think I can do this. I think I can do it too. Okay. Yeah. Um, my kids are old enough that they could. Yeah. I mean, they have curious minds. So, but, uh, so next week you're gonna report to me, like you know, report back <laughs> and say, what, what was, uh, what was that? The odds are you could hear my son say it before you. Oh, leave. I'm pretty sure. Because <laughs> I he, mean, he already like <laughs> when I walked in, he stood up, walked over to the couch, and shoved me down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you walked upstairs and had something in your hands, I mean, it's a good thing you're not over more because then you would be like, you could just walk with something in your hands like ding, ding. what's that all right jeremy lick this lick it. <laughs> yeah because like i'll bring home something like and it could be a mystery in a bag from and then they're like what's that and it could be like it's a box of goldfish <laughs> <laughs> either that or you went to the pet store and actually have goldfish what's that <laughs> <laughs> it was funny the other last night we, we were at a, a cold stone and we uh there were dog treats right at the front of the register. And I'm like, hey, look, guys, you want a treat? And <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I hate that. I absolutely. Why did like 7-Eleven will have like these most delicious looking cookies that you, know, <laughs> that you could buy at a 7-Eleven out of all the things in the 7-Eleven that look delicious. These things right here at the front of the cash register look like the best. And then it just says, as you look look at them, and at least every so often, I'll catch myself trying to go for one, and I will read the thing right just below it. These are dog treats, not for people. And it's like, why? 
Like you have like all this ugly gunky stuff and your most delectable looking thing in the entire store is made for dogs. <laughs> it's probably packed with so much sugar oh, because yeah. dogs need the sugar. <laughs> Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, let's get the bidding going. Uh, I'll just start off with, let's just say 10,000. Start with a number that we can work our way down. I'm I'm fairly confident in this. <laughs> that I'm going to go 1,000. Okay. Wow. I was just giving us a starting point. No, you're you're good. Mm-hmm. I, I I'll go five hundred. This is gonna go way down. Yeah. Um, uh four hundred. Three hundred. Two hundred. One hundred. I cannot wait for some (laughs) disgusting thing to be what had what's that? And I I want I hope that you like text the group. You're just like, it happened. And this is what (laughs) dog poop outside. (laughs) Pay up. (laughs) I'll be like, okay, Jeremy, here's your twenty (laughs) dollars. Uh I'm gonna say twelve. Hmm. Eleven. Ten. Nine fifty. I'm gonna just pause here because this it's a little safer for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna stop. This okay. is where I get off. <laughs> what can I get for nine fifty? You can get I can get like an entree somewhere. Yep. There you go. Some delicious vegetarian entree. <laughs> yep. Lick whatever it is and then eat an entree. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know what we need to do? We need to, a- after the podcast one time, just go, because I've been putting it off for whatever. And because you're like, what could you get? I was like, you know, what? I bet you could probably get some really good things at that secondhand store that you told us about. I've, I've oh, yeah. never gone. Like, I thought we, you went with your friend. I went to, and then um, it was a really bad snowy day. And oh. because... We live uh, about 40 miles away. I was like, I'm not going. Yeah, that's fair. Second and Charles. Yep, mm-hmm. we need to. It's yeah. a good place. Okay, so next one is me, and I get how much? Okay, how much money would you need to be given for the rest of your life? You have to shake everyone's hand at the beginning of a conversation at the end, and at the end of the conversation. Hmm. So like it's like hi how n- nice to meet you like even me when you walk in the door like hi Jeremy bye Jeremy so Ever like seen- it wouldn't be like something that you know I, if you're on a Zoom call you're like okay where do you live because I don't need to- <laughs> no okay not like that no phone calls no FaceTime okay just um like Brett you might be a little weird with as a as a teacher <laughs> like hi little Timmy hi hi Samantha you know the funny that you you say that and like. That's something that they're really wanting us to do is to, you know, get, <laughs> be very personable. But the funny thing about it is, is there's always like those one kids that are just like, you touch me, you die. <laughs> and so it'd be like, oh, so now I'm like, I wonder what that would be like. Um, just because of the oddity, I'd go for uh, $10 million just because there could be an instance where it was just like, I didn't want to shake his hand, but he made me. <laughs> and then, you know, you get fired or whatever. So, you know, I, I need some, you know, f- you know, money for whenever that happens. 
So, so this is just for people that you're talking to. Yeah, people you're talking to. Yep. Man, that's tough at work. I deal with hundreds of kids and students and cooks. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'd have to have like a backpack of sanitizer. <laughs> um, those little, those <laughs> little like um, what are they called? The weed. Yeah, backpacks that they they spray the weed stuff. You just have that, and then you just keep like it's one thing if it's a knuckle bump or something, but a handshake in the beginning and end. That's that's yeah. Post COVID, that, that's <laughs> so much. Um, I'm gonna go also ten million dollars. All right, I think I can make that work. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, just I quit. all you'd have to do is just be like, cool. I. The only time I ever really talk to people when I go on business trips and, you know, you kind of have to say, hey, how's yeah. it going? And then yeah. it'd be annoying, though, every time that they come up to me, hey, how's it going? Like, we just talked like 10 minutes ago. Like, I know. <laughs> how's it going? Shaking hands. Actually, you know, if if I was in your situation, I'd be I would like weigh all my conversations. I'm like, hey, it's going to happen. Like, you know, it because it, it would probably the way I see it happening is it's like some sort of like either obsession compulsive or like you, you, you have no control. Your arm is just like reaching <laughs> out. You're just like, and you're like, and you just can't leave it out there. Just, and so you're like, after a while, Hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. I'll have a shirt that I wear all the time. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I like to shake hands. <laughs> I don't know if that's a creepy thing or what. <laughs> or you just have a shirt that says, I didn't wash my hands. <laughs> 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 yeah, I put out your hands. You're like, uh, I shake my hand. Yeah, if I were you, Jeremy, I would just, if it was me, I would just weigh every single conversation before it happened. I'm like, well, if I do this, this is going to happen. If I do this, this is going to happen. <laughs> so I'm just going to like sit on the edge and just wait. <laughs> just or wait. have a shirt that says, just text me. <laughs> just, just send it in a text or an email. Mm -hmm. All right, Criddle, you're up next and you get Desert Island. You're on a desert island with a magic sports ball. You can kick it, throw it, destroy it, eat it, whatever. Yet it magically reappears brand new. What ball, what type of ball would you pick to be your Wilson? Kickball. So wait, eat it. So it's edible? Well, I mean, if you're going crazy, maybe you'll, you'll chew on a leather football. I don't know. Okay, yeah, leather football because if, it's, if, if I want something edible, if if it will magically reappear, I'll be like, you know, is leather edible? I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't choose to but find I, out, but I think it's a little bit more edible than like a rubber kickball. Yeah, I would say that's true. <laughs> Jeremy's eating his second kickball, and then he like looks at it. He's like, oh look, it says non toxic. That's a plus. <laughs> <laughs> this could be an episode of something that be could become super depressing. Like you could have a ball for years and then you like you accidentally destroy it and then you have a brand new one and you miss the old Wilson. I have something like that. When I was a kid, I got my uh junior my basketball signed by uh two of the biggest jazz players on the team and I never played with it ever and after a while it started getting flat and I was like, "Okay, that's fine." And then one day I was just like, "You know what? Let's just let's just shoot it once." So I filled it full of air, took one free throw shot, and it hit the ground, and it 
cracked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have it? I threw it away. The no. instant that happened, I was just like, well, this is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants a kick, uh, a ball that's signed by Stockton Malone. That's, that you know, has <laughs> kind of like a mini crack in it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I think I'd have so much fun with a kickball, I'd, like because I'd just kick it out to sea and be like, "See ya," and then it'd disappear and then come back, or a new one would pop in. I'm like, cool, Wilson. I mean, if it didn't have to be a ball, I would go for a boomerang. Just kind of get really good at like throwing that would a be boomerang. Fun. That would be fun and entertaining. Just be like, oh, well, I'm here. I'm gonna work on my boomerang skills. <laughs> You you get rescued. You're like, hey guys, guess what? <laughs> like, how'd you? Like, wow, how'd you learn that? Stuck on a desert island. <laughs> you know that ten thousand hour thing? Twenty thousand hours. <laughs> That'd be fun, though. At least that would bring me joy. That like there was a ball that couldn't get destroyed, and I could play with it and all that stuff. That that bring me some sanity. All right, and Brett, you're up next with Would You Rather. So this one was kind of a bummer of a would you rather because I already had one ready to go and somebody like <laughs> last week got my Oh yeah, I forgot about for, that. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm like, oh crap. So I could, ah, crap. I came up with a couple of would you rather. So this one is secret agent um, focused. So as a secret agent, would you rather have a gadget that always malfunctions at the worst possible moment or a disguise that turns you into the last person you touched, regardless of who they are. Sorry, say this one more time. Uh, it, it, so whoever I touch, I can turn into them. No, the last person. So the left. last person you. T- so would you rather have a secret agent gadget that always malfunctions at the worst possible time, mm-hmm. or a disguise that would turn you into the last person you touched, regardless of who they were? Oh, the last one. Definitely the last one. I- um, I would just make sure I don't touch anybody else. Be like, I'm Brett. <laughs> Nobody touch me. I'm Brett. Look at me. <laughs> However, you have that uh, handshaking thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on top of that, man, that would ru- ruin everything because I'm shaking hands. I turn into them. I shake hands. I turn into them. <laughs> like you guys, <laughs> you guys want to see a magic trick? <laughs> it's a glitch in the matrix. Pull my finger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, uh, and Brett, what would you pick? Um, I mean, I think you're right. Like the, the coolest thing I think though, cause I was like, well, if you're a secret agent, it doesn't mean you have to be out in the field. You could be like a desk thing. I like to have a neat, like super, he, uh, super secret agent gadget. And then, you know, it just malfunctions, but it, it doesn't affect me whatsoever. I'm just like, oh man. So it doesn't affect you? Well, no. I mean, if I was like working behind the desk. Oh, gotcha. But what if, for example, you had like um, James Bond's car and then all of a sudden your seat just gets propelled randomly as you're driving it because you've been launched? Um, I mean, it would be what I think after, you know, because I'm going to guess that it would be a reoccurring thing every so often because uh, I have James Bond's car. I'd be like, well, just kind of make the best of a bad situation like oh hey i guess this is okay and then you're driving along you're driving along and missiles in the car in front of you i mean the funny thing <laughs> about that that you say so as i was driving home the other day 
There was a car and I'm so glad, grateful that I wasn't the only one that saw it because I was in the worst possible situation to see something. But this guy, he was driving and I have no idea how he could not hear it. His tire was being held on by three lug nuts at the very top and it was flipping back and forth side to side. And you just knew that eventually he was going to get... It was going to fall off. It was going to fall off. And so luckily somebody kind of drove, but like it, it wouldn't be. It, and so as you said that, I'm like, yeah, it probably would be like, you know, the, the seat or whatever, but it could be just like, you know, the tire just falling off. Yeah. I'm like, it'd be, oh. All right. Um, so I, oh, I guess my turn. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that would be, I think that'd be terrible being inconvenient. I'd rather be turning into other people. All right. I get, could you fight it? And I'm now it's funny because I wrote this question down and I'm like, did it? And then now I'm just thinking, have I asked this before? Could you fight Pennywise in the abandoned house? Um, just alone or with one on one? Oh, one on one. Like, so that house that as a kid where like they go and they break them off one by one into different rooms. I would like to, but. You know, it takes your weakest, most vulnerable moment mm-hmm. and uses it against you. And I think there's something about being isolated, not having your friends there, that I think would be really, really hard. So I don't think I could. So, have you seen it, Criddle? The new one? No, but I've seen enough in it's clips and stuff. So this is a scene in the. Uh, in the yeah, the number one of the in the, the new series. Okay, and the, the so like the ending. Um, no, it's, it's not the ending. So they're in this like house, and it's just obviously like your typical rundown house, and okay. nothing special about it except they just all the kids get isolated from each other. Okay, and yeah, it starts using their fears against them, it, it, one by one. Do you think you could? Fight Pennywise I mean, in his, in his I, home turf. I'd give it the college try. <laughs> sure. If not, he eats you. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> if he, the worst case scenario is I die. <laughs> <laughs> I would. No, you'd float. I'll, I'll float too. <laughs> yeah, that's just how he stores his food. Yeah, exactly. I wish I could store my food. I mean, you know what? If, if I survive, if we all went in there and you were the one that didn't come out, I would just look at Jeremy. I'm like, well, he gave it the old college yeah. try. <laughs> Gotta give it to him. I'll have my one, my finger foam finger and going go go cradle go. <laughs> go go to your family's house and we went to defeat pennywise and your son gave it the old college try and then just turn around and walk away They're like well that, that's his, that's his approach to everything you know what <laughs> you know I, I told him one day he was gonna go out giving it the old college try and he he proved me right just put that on my tombstone <laughs> i i i'm curious like if i was in a room with him i would be like I just wonder what you'd use against me. I'm more curious about that than anything. I would, yeah. I'd love for that to happen, just to at least get some introspective. So he uses uh, your a weakness of yours? Yeah. Like yeah, your most insecure thing about you that, um, like, what is it? The one kid has, like, a massive stuttering problem, and, you know, he fixed it, but then he was being berated by like imaginary people who are taunting him and it's coming up and he is just slowly because it just slowly, slowly, slowly pieces away at you until you can't defend yourself. 
And then that's when he gets you. So right now, he would just hold up a can of Mountain Dew and a piece of bacon for me? <laughs> yeah. Well, are you insecure about those things? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm a vegetarian right now. <laughs> Look what I can have. And the, Yeah, another kid is a... Um... <laughs> you know what? Next week... Do you know what you're going to do next week? Next week, you're going to go... And I... Because and I don't think it's your your opening quote. Oh, so two weeks from now, two weeks, your yeah. opening quote is going to be from Scott Pilgrim versus the World, and it's going to be <laughs> <laughs> vegans aren't just vegans just better than everybody else. <laughs> uh, I haven't. Have you guys watched the the, sh- the cartoon yet? I no, I want to. Oh, I started watching some of it, but I was like. So far, I know that they're probably just doing this for the first episode, but it's almost line for line the same as the movie. So I'm sure it was just the first episode. Mm. All right. And now it's critical to wrap us up. And you got, what would you have done? Imagine, if you will, you are James Howlett, a.k.a. Logan, a.k.a. Weapon X, a.k.a. the Wolverine. Okay. And you were asked if you wanted adamantium to replace your bones what would you have done now let's say you don't know what will happen this is experimental and everything would you have done the same thing do i know that i have some sort of healing factor yes or do i just know that i have like these cool retractable claws going into this you know you have the retractable claws the bone claws you know you have regular bones you know you have healing abilities just like logan would you go into it and change your bones yeah. And I'd be like, why don't you put me under while you do this? <laughs> hmm. Can can you please just well I guess oh I think it doesn't the, work. It doesn't work because of his healing factor, I uh-huh. think. Um yeah. I would I'm gonna live for a long time anyway. The thing that but the and you don't know this, but like the in as the Logan, but the that's what's gonna be killing you over the next few years. Let's see. Could could I just like have it localized? Like you know, could I get like the claws? Um, yeah, I'd be like, I want it here. Not as not, not here. here as much. <laughs> it's a, it's an all or nothing. <laughs> I think the hardest part would be the skull. Yeah. Ugh. Um. Yeah. The fact that I have to be away from it. I'm really digging into this mentally now, and yeah. I'm thinking no. <laughs> I'm thinking no. Yeah, I feel like you know what? I'm fine with like these bone claws. Like you know what? You know what? Show me some of that antiantum that's liquefied, and put my claws out, dip a minute, wait till it dries, and then retract them. Like yeah. ass suckers. <laughs> uh-huh. But no. Yeah, I don't think I would. No, I don't think so either. Like, because like I just think about having the the metal bones, and just you feel heavy all the time. You'd sink. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, uh, initially, and then your you know muscles would start building, and you're just like, oh, I I feel a lot lighter now. <laughs> Have I lost weight? <laughs> <laughs> so is that in Logan the movie? Is that what's killing him? Um, from what I my understanding from, is okay. the, the adamantium. Okay. Yeah, from what my understanding is the adamantium is slowly killing him, and it's it's um it's causing his uh healing powers to be in constant use all the time. Oh, okay. And so it eventually I guess gets the better of him and he ends up dying. Gotcha. Mm. I don't think I really caught that when I watched that movie. See, I never wanted to watch it. It just looked slow and depressing and I've heard that the comic series that it was based off of is fantastic, but I'm like I don't want a slow depressing 
superhero movie. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. It's a good watch. It's not great. I think definitely. Like, I waited years after that came out to watch it. I still haven't seen it. And and I don't know why. Like, I just didn't have any interest in watching it when it first came out. But after watching it, I was like. Yeah, this movie kind of is not what people hyped it up to be at all, mm. at all. So, I mean, it's better than probably X one through three, maybe, because I the original one, the X one, two, and three. Yeah, X Men one, two, and three. Yeah, the original one from like the, the early two thousands. Yeah, I thought you really were. It's so it's better than the first one because I know you really like. I the got first burned one. down on the first one, so oh. that's what I'm I'm weighing it on. <laughs> okay. Wow. Because HBO. Oh, yeah. I remember a, the, the HBO, the HBO burnout. Yeah. <laughs> that, that That's a thing. Yeah. It's definitely better than two and three. Huh. I'll, I'll actually wait until I watch one again. But <laughs> you wanted to what kiss or marry X3 last week. I don't. Yeah, I, but you gave me terrible options if I remember correctly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, come it on. was the lesser of the evils. <laughs> X3 with. Dark Phoenix or the new Dark Phoenix one, or I can't even remember. Oh, what was the other one? I can't think of what it was. Anyway, oh well. Oh well. All right. So we have, um, I think I'm still in this segment, honestly, from Brett. <laughs> All right. It, didn't you have one called This or That or Dis yeah. or That? Uh huh. So it's the same thing. Um, been digging a lot of, um, like, this is the first of all. I'm old. I know I'm on Facebook, but there's like this page I follow that constant is like, which movie are you keeping? This one or that one? And so I'm gonna utilize that, and um, because I'm always like, oh, that's so dumb that people are voting that one more and this one less, and yada yada yada. So we're gonna, and I have a, and as I've been like planning this, I was like, I'm thinking that we're all three gonna constantly be on the same vote here. Okay, so we'll see. Okay, first one. Which one are you going to keep and the other one is destroyed? Shang-Chi or Black Panther, the movie, the number one? I will keep Black Panther. and I, um, I actually have not seen Shang-Chi. I bought it for like 10 bucks. I've never watched it though. But uh, Black Panther is okay, but I can't... I Because I have no association with Shang-Chi, that's the, my rationale for keeping black panther i don't i think it's an average movie i think it's a b but that b for black panther also <laughs> um but i just think it was i think it's just an overrated movie but i will take an overrated movie over a movie i have no idea anything about gotcha i think black panther might be the better picture over the two i i've seen shang chi once um and it's okay. It, it's it's a solid. It was a solid um, movie going into Phase Four. It's probably one of the the higher tiered Phase Four movies. Then that, that's not saying much because the bar's super low. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I enjoyed Black Panther, um, so I, I'm going to go with Black Panther. I mean, the f- interesting thing would be the Eternals or the Marvels, two movies that I haven't seen. But I would say I would keep the Marvels because yes. if you've seen the pitch meeting for the the Marvels, if that is anywhere an ounce close to actually what happens, that is a train wreck. But at least it gave me the pitch meeting. <laughs> yeah. 
Wait, have you guys seen the Eternals? No. no. Oh, yes, I've seen the Eternals. Oh, I hated man. the Eternals. No, I, I, I remember every single preview was more boring than the last one. Oh, man. It is a horrible movie. Like, who thought this was, like, after it was made, they're like, let's put this in theaters. That That's like getting waxed slowly. Yeah. It's so painful to watch. The only saving grace is the one Indian dude that's in that movie. Okay. He is literally that. the only reason because he's hilarious in it they could have cut out an hour and a half of that movie and oh yeah still would have been bad absolutely there's a theory i'm not sure if it's true or if it's just a joke but there's a theory that dc trolled that movie to existence because one of the original creators for marvel who was um jack kirby you know helped create you know spider-man what or x-men and whatnot and fantastic four and he left Marvel for DC and he created uh, the new gods, which is kind of basically his original idea. He came back to, he left DC, went back to Marvel and Marvel's like, what the heck? Why did you give them such a good franchise? Why didn't you give that to us? And so he basically kind of almost carbon copied the, the new gods creating the Eternals. And then DC announced that they were going to make a new gods movie. And so Marvel a week later goes, we're making an Eternals movie. <laughs> and then DC, after a, a couple of months, were just like, eh, never mind. Never mind. It was, a, it was just a thought. It was just a thought. A late night thought. <laughs> I think, I was surprised at this. I was leaning Black Panther at the beginning, but I actually think because I just don't like Black Panther so much. I think I'm just going to say Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi was fun. I enjoyed it. I need to get around to watching it. I mean, I own it. It's a decent mm. movie. Like, it's a solid phase four. Again, a solid phase four. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so the bar, so like you said, the bar is not high. Okay. I'm going to give you guys a softball here. Okay. Uh, Sister Act or Cool Runnings? Cool, cool Runnings. Runnings. Yeah. I, I, th- I find Sister Act boring. I love Cool Runnings. I love Cool Runnings too. Okay. This one I find a little more difficult. Hook. Or the Princess Bride. Mm. Oh, <laughs> because same noises. Hmm. <laughs> I well, think, I, I'm making that noise for a different reason, but go on. I think I, I think I have an answer. Mine is mine is based on rewatchability, which I tend to vote. I tend, that's how I tend to judge movies, and I'm going Princess Bride. I'm gonna go with the Princess Bride just because I I think it's more quotable. It's it's enjoyable. Um, I like, I just like the journey it goes on and mm-hmm. I, I like, uh, um, Carrie Eels. Yeah. Yep. So, um, I'm going with that. Yeah, I will agree. I was curious which, cause I, I know Jeremy, at least back in the day, loved Hook. Oh yeah. I still enjoy Hook. The other day I tried to watch it with my kids. I didn't realize it takes so long for them to get to Neverland. Like the story. Mm-hmm. I'm just like. I'm sorry, kids. I had no idea that they took this long of a buildup. Like they're in the city or London or wherever for so long. Baseball, London. Yeah. Yeah. The award ceremony. I still think it's one of the better Peter Pan flicks. Oh, yes. Absolutely. But I think Princess Bride's a better film. Mm -hmm. All right. Next one is Iron Man versus Deadpool. Oh, the first Iron Man. Even though I got burnt out on it, I would take the first Iron Man over Deadpool. Really? I thought you might like Deadpool more. 
Deadpool is funny, but I mean, Iron Man is epic. Yeah, that's true. Iron Man is an experience. Like it, it's what launched everything. And man, I to this day I still miss the Iron Man and Robert Downey Jr. playing that character. Mm-hmm. Like, that is what's missing right now from my, from the Marvel Cinematic Universe is Iron Man. There is a tease out there that in the new Deadpool movie, there is going to be a huge cameo that is going to. It might you know. Everybody's like, it might not be a good movie, but there is a huge cameo that's just going to make people happy. And the idea, a lot of people are thinking that it's going to be Robert Downey Jr. back as Iron Man. But here's my, this is what I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I would be down. Like, I think, yeah, I think he is, he's open to returning to that character. Oh, is he? Yeah, well, that's what I've heard. I heard that movie that the cameo is potentially going to be Taylor Swift as Dazzler. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Because like... Shake it off. (laughs) Because she's already a rock star, obviously, Mm -hmm. and Dazzler's a rock star. And so... That makes sense. And like, there was somebody... This wasn't my own theory. It was on TikTok. And they're like, the director of Deadpool was at... The, like one of the Kansas City Chief games with Taylor Swift with Ryan Reynolds. Oh. Uh, so all three of them were there. Like, why would all three of them be there? Why would they even be all together? That so, makes sense. So that was just one. Uh, I I hope it mine is the one because I don't know. I like I like those Fantastic Four. Those first. Two. Oh yeah, I love the Silver Surfer. I think that is the best one out of all of them. I need to rewatch that one because I really I like memory serves. I like the first one the most. Hmm. All right, this one I think might be a little more difficult, but uh, Angels in the Outfield versus D2, Mighty Ducks 2. Oh, 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 let's see. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my brain went, when you said Angels in the Outfield, my brain heard Field of Dreams. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these are both good movies. Sorry. And I was just like, oh, and then I'm like, well, that's an easy one because it's yeah. going to be D2. And then I'm like, why didn't you choose D3 and fill the drinks? <laughs> <laughs> um, and the correct answer for that would be <laughs> D3. <laughs> um, I, oh, we, Mila Westavez, the Mighty Duck Man. Oh. You Let's watched see. the Mighty Duck series, Criddle, right? I love the Mighty Ducks. I have the trilogy. No, but yeah. did you watch this TV series? I I watched season one. I haven't seen season two. Me yet. too. And that's where I'm at. And I loved season one. I, I like, love season one. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go with Field of Dreams. I Field of Dreams. Not no. Sorry. <laughs> what you said. Angels, Angels in the, in the outfield. outfield. My I have Field of Dreams on my brain for some reason. <laughs> Uh, Griddle, which one are you I, thinking? I gotta go with D two. I that that's my childhood right there. I wanted rollerblades because of that movie. I wanted I wanted oh, yeah. hockey. So yeah, D two. You wanted to hit a knuckle puck? No kidding. <laughs> I, I think everybody every kid wanted to do did, it. Yeah, every kid. Did. I, I'm Angels in the Outfield, and the fact if I could buy Angels in the Outfield, I have definitely tried. It is very difficult to find. So like, I remember one time I wanted to show it to my oldest boy, mm-hmm. and this was like four or five years ago, and I could not find it streaming anywhere. And you couldn't buy it, you couldn't rent it, nothing. And so 
um, I, I made it my mission to like keep an eye out for that. And one day I got an alert that it was on um, TNT. And so I watched it and it made my whole life so happy. And I loved every minute of it. And then I went to go tell, cause I saw somebody at work on our Slack messaging saying, Hey uh, man, I really miss Angel in the Outfield. I can't find anywhere. I'm like, it's on TNT right now. And then like a day later it was taken off. I was like, ah, back down to nothing. It it I like both movies and I mean I especially like those nineties sports movies. They were just they were my childhood there. Yeah, my favorite one was um Little Big League, oh, yeah. where the guy gets to inherit the Minnesota twins. That is like my favorite one out of all of them. I also like Rookie of the Year, uh huh, Mighty Ducks one, two, three. Um I can't even remember three. It's the Olympic one. Oh no, that's the, this two. is the one they're oh, in sorry, high school. Sorry, no, they're sorry. in high school. That's right. That's right. Sorry. And they're they're like it's like freshman versus the varsity. No. Oh yeah. It's, I don't remember. Th- three's the, isn't three the one where they go to a private school or yes. something like that? Yeah, it's okay. a private school. It's a private high school. Yeah. <clears throat> two is the is the junior Olympics, and one is just pee wee hockey. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm on um, this app called Just Watch because I know you guys were looking it up. As far as it's telling me, there's there's no location where you can watch Angels in the Outfield. I mean, currently it's available to buy the DVD version for four ninety nine on Amazon. Yep. Oh yeah, well that's the DVD version. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to Second and Trials if it's there. I'll but, buy yeah. it. For some reason, buying something physical, I'd rather be there and to grab it. I don't know why. But, buying a DVD over Amazon. Imagine you guys do it, right? Oh, all the time. Yeah. I, and, in fact, like four ninety nine, yeah. like. I, I have so many things stashed in my cart just waiting for the price drop. <laughs> <laughs> I actually go to the store and buy physical copies, and if uh, I can't, then I just buy it on Amazon. Okay. All right, one more. And this is the question that most people had. I had this one time back in the day, and I got heckled off the off of a movie forum. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings versus Star Wars, the original three. I have to go with Star Wars. Trilogy versus trilogy? Yep. I mean, to me, perfect. Like, here, here's my breakdown of the whole trilogy. Two Towers is the best. The Fellowship is just slow. Return of the King is interesting. And then it is seven fake endings before it ends. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Star Wars, the first movie is a near perfect movie. You have Empire Strikes Back, which is the best movie. The lull of Dagobah is like this, I think the most imperfect part, but it's okay. And then I don't, I've never been an Ewoks kid. I grew up in the eighties. I should like the Ewoks. And maybe it was the Ewoks battle for Endor movie that like was constantly always on TV. That that made me, that made me hate (laughs) Ewoks, but I just have never been an Ewoks fan. So for me, two of the three movies are perfect in one, and one is a perfect movie, and the other two have issues for me. So I'm going to go with Star Wars. Cradle, I'm curious. Well, I, if I'm, I, I, I only recently just watched Lord of the Rings. Oh, for that's the true. First time. It, within the last five years. I forgot about that. He I remember me <laughs> bugging you forever. Like, why haven't you watched Lord of the Rings yet? It, I mean, I in my defense, when I first watched it, I watched all the extendeds. That that's a really good <laughs> defense. Okay. I'm gonna defend him also. 
and this is going to go back to an 80s and 90s reference. Lord of the Rings, man, two tapers. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep. So I'm if I'm going with strictly nostalgic purposes, I watched Star Wars so many times growing up. That was just my childhood. I went to the theater and saw the remastered cuts. Oh, in 97? In, in 97. Wow. So, I mean, I saw whether they added the extended scenes and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I went and saw those. And then I, I mean, so, yeah, Star Wars. I found out an interesting fact that those um, remastered and put into the theaters basically gave them the budget to do the, the prequel trilogy. Interesting. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. All right. So here's the opposite of Criddle. So Criddle didn't watch Lord of the Rings till later. <laughs> I didn't watch Star Wars till later. Opposites. Yeah. So opposites <laughs> here. So that's my bad also. But also, in my defense, Brett never tried to show it to me. <laughs> no, I didn't because by that time, like, in all honesty, I grew up with them. And it was just by the time we did it, I, you know, you were around in, and like of cognitive ability to sit for long periods of time. Like, I had already moved on and it was no longer like something that I was passionate about. Yeah, and so I had no friends that were passionate about it. Like, I didn't even really... I knew Star Wars was a thing because I've heard it in conversation from time to time, but I didn't know what it was. Like, and nobody said, hey, let's watch this at a sleepover or anything like that. So I didn't watch it until, yeah, I was in my 20s or close to 30s probably. Uh, like All of them. I did definitely watch the first one. What is it one called? New, New Hope. Hope. Uh-huh. I definitely did watch a New Hope one time by itself and I didn't watch the other two. But I've, in my late 20s, I watched all three of them back to back to back because um, we were doing the whole, all all of them before like number seven came out or something mm-hmm. like that. So whenever that happened, that's when we did a, a binge of all those. And I have to say that as somebody watching them in way uh, taken out of their element from like the set late 70s, early 80s, like in the... The choreography for fight scenes is horrible. <laughs> oh yeah, but you know the funny thing about like at least the uh, uh, the fight scene, the lightsaber scene. Uh huh. Like in my memory, that was the coolest lightsaber scene ever. Uh-huh. That me and my friends would reenact constantly. And then when uh, Phantom Menace came out, I rewatched the lightsaber scene. I'm like, that's so lame. <laughs> yeah. but I remember it being so awesome. <laughs> do you do you know that there's somebody somebody on YouTube made a a video of Obi Wan versus Darth Vader after they they come and meet each other for the first time again in uh-huh. A New Hope, kind of like when they when they run into each other in the hallway. Th- somebody made a cut scene just by, on their own, and it shows them doing a lightsaber duel right before they they get to that that uh, that door where they see Luke uh-huh. and, then, and, he and then Obi-Wan just allows himself to yeah. be struck down. You should watch it. It's like a four minute segment of them just dueling it out with the lightsaber. <laughs> Interesting. But like that and the stories, I feel like slow. Like I just don't have any of the nostalgic for it. <laughs> I love Lord of the Rings. I think one and two are perfect. Three is great until it's not <laughs> <laughs> until like even there's the multiple endings. And so yeah, I'm obviously going Lord of the Rings. I'm I'm one of those individuals that watched The Hobbit before I watched Lord of the Rings. Well, he did it in order. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can't fault you for that. Um, and then just real quick, 
So of all the votes that this guy, this these two series have gotten this website, <clears throat> one of them has two point seven thousand, one of them has two point four thousand. So it's close for Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And Lord of the Rings is the two point seven. So I've heard that they're going to continue doing Lord of the Rings films. Well, now what they're going to be doing is so Amazon has their Lord of the Rings series that cannot legally. Um, reference or name Gandalf and now um what is it the um Warner who owns the rights to Lord of the Rings is going to because they own all of it they are looking at doing basically what Amazon's doing except they have the right to use more things and so that that's going to be an interesting battle between both of those companies I, that reminds me, I have yet to see. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the show yet. <laughs> I started watching. I saw watched the first episode, and I got ten minutes into it, and then I just stopped watching because I it just. It was one of those things where I'm like, I can't. There was a line that the, uh, the lady who played Galadriel was. You know, she was relating a story about something that her father said. And she goes, do you know what's the difference between, you know, paper and rocks and why rocks sink is rocks have one eye and they always look down and that's why rocks sink. And paper has eyes on both and that's why it's able to float. And I'm just like, okay, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's weird. All right. Well, hope so. let's get to... Our recast. So we're going to recast the famous, the wonderful Dark Knight. Not Dark Knight Rises. No, no, no. The snubbed. <laughs> the Dark Knight. The Dark, the dark Knight. The Dark Knight with the Joker. So um, I didn't ask you guys all pre-recording. We 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 all good to do all of them? Um, I, I am. I think I am. Okay, cool. Because I was just like, oh, but we could do... I mean, obviously, Batman, Joker, Jim Gordon, and Two-Face, I felt like were the main ones. But then I was like, let's do Alfred. Let's do Rachel. Let's do Lucius Fox. And then it, I was like, we'll just see if everybody can get people for all of them, if we can cast them all. But I'm really curious to know who you guys are all going to pick. I have a f- idea of who you'll pick as Bruce Wayne, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I couldn't believe... Th- Okay, well, let me tell you, and I want, I'm curious what your guys' easy ones were, but my easiest one was the Joker, and I was super surprised by that. I'm a little worried because I think I got a Joker that could possibly be taken, but uh, we'll see. I have a Joker that could be taken also, and I have one that, <laughs> Liam wor- that works. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> taken. Taken. Taken okay. joke. Um, I have one that could be taken, but I also have one that could work could also be taken, but also, at least for a movie audience, might not be appreciated. Gotcha. But who? Which one was your guys' easy one to like? Well, I, I came up with an initial Bruce Wayne, and then it something hit me, and I'm like, definitely that one. And I have two two faces that I think both work for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I have two two faces. The first one came to me pretty quickly. Okay. Well, let's get her going. All right, Brett, you're up. All right. Who are you going oh, for first? Go with first. Who do I want? 
Um, I'm going to go, oh, I'm going to go with Commissioner Gordon because I feel as though Jimmy's going to steal him and I can afford anybody else to be stolen except for my Commissioner Gordon. So I'm going to go with Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't have him. Okay. I didn't have him. Going from Thomas Wayne to Jim Gordon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to get mine out of the way because I need him. (laughs) 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 I need him because I only have one Batman and Criddle knows who it is. Um, Brett, do you know who it is? I think so, but... Jensen Ackles. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, cool. Ever since that was put into my mind, like, and I was sitting there. I knew it. Well, the funny thing is I forgot all about that. And I was thinking, I was thinking, I was thinking, I was like, I can't find anybody that would be good for Batman. And then it popped in my head. I'm like, we talked about this, Jensen Ackles. I'm like, if somebody steals this, so help me. (laughs) So I'm going to take that because I feel good about the rest of mine. And I don't think you guys will take them. So. (sighs) Okay. Um, Well, I'm going to get my Joker. Okay. Um, out of the way. Uh oh. Um, so, uh, the character that I think would embody the Joker really well, um, he's played multiple personalities in another movie. Oh, I know you're talking about James McAvoy. Yep. Oh, whoa. Okay. I I thought of that. I saw, I thought of him as an option too. I was like, yeah, I am. I think he can embody that character. He did it in Split. Yep. Um, I think he can bring uh, that, that same. Kind of uh, uh, charisma and or whatever we want to call it um, to the Joker role, like Heath Ledger did. Okay. Yep. I can see that. All right, Criddle, you got the wheel. I got the wheel. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm not worried about my other picks, so I'm gonna go with my Rachel. Okay. And I'm gonna go with Alexandra Daddario. Remind me who that is. She plays in the Percy Jackson film. Um, she oh. plays in Baywatch. Uh, oh, she's um, the love interest on White Collar, I think. Sure. <laughs> she has like blue eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I know who she is. When you said Baywatch, I'm like, that's the only other thing I know her from besides yeah, uh, White Collar. White Collar. So, yeah, I, I'm okay. not worried about my other picks. She definitely was an option. I definitely thought about her. I think I think she can bring a a uh, that same like attorney esque mm-hmm. uh, feeling to the role. She seems more paralegal to me. Yeah, par- <laughs> paralegal. <laughs> <laughs> not not attorney for me. But anyway, um, let's see. Who am I most worried about? Um, I'm going to go with, okay, I'm going to do Alfred and let me know if this is a yay or nay, whether or not I can use him, but I want to use Ralph Fiennes. I'm fine with that. Lord, sure. Lord Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Okay. He does the voice on Lego Batman for okay. Alfred. Yeah. So, okay. That's fine. <laughs> cool. I was like, this is I, a live action. I didn't know that he was the voice and I was like, oh, that'd be perfect. I, I like it. And then I look up and I'm like, oh, that's that's coincidental that <laughs> he's already played Alfred before. Okay. Cool. I'm happy about that. I think I had Alfred cast the mo with the most people. So I'll have honorable mentions. That's good. Because I only I only have one. Yeah, I have two more. All right. So I got the wheel, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I'm going to go with, as we were sitting there talking about this, I'm like, okay, I, I think I now know who my two-face needs to be. And because you guys helped me like see, see the light, see the light. So, and my, and who my Joker needs to be. So my two face, it's going to be Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, I thought about it. I thought about okay. it. Definitely. I had Jake Gyllenhaal cast as somebody else, but it was a backup. So mm. I'm okay. And my Joker is going to be Bill Skarsgård. Pennywise? Pennywise. I have him on my list. He was he I, was definitely somebody that I'm sitting there thinking, is it this guy or is it Bill Skarsgård? Is it this guy or is it Bill? It's, he was a consideration, but he didn't make my list. Yeah, that was definitely close to being taken there. All right. I'm just writing down everybody's. Uh, yeah, I went over. I actually asked my wife, I was like, what should I do for Joker? Because I have these three. And so I'm just going to take my Joker now, too. Even though I guess Krill's taking his Joker, but get it out of the way. So, yeah, it was. I'm going to say I'm all three because you guys have all taken Joker. It was Bill Skarsgård, Brian Cranston, or Bradley Cooper. And I'm going Bradley Cooper. Dang it. I like that. That's a good one. I had Bradley Cooper cast as one of my first choices for someone else. Yes, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> I just think Bradley Cooper, like, he has that smile, that almost like a menacing smile. Like, it either looks sweet or it looks like devious. Mm hmm. And because he floats that line and because I think he has the charisma to play that craziness side of Joker that I think he could pull it off. I mean, very similar to Heath Ledger's like smile and like charisma as well. I feel like he was a very comparable. So, yes, I, I picked somebody that was almost exactly like Heath Ledger in my book. So, okay. So, yeah. All right, girl, you're up. Well, I might save my Batman for last. Because I'm not worried about anybody taking him. It's a Batman. Uh, so I'll go with... Uh, it's a carrot top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the hair's coming out of the mask. She's <laughs> like, hey, do I know you? You red-headed um, guy? I'm going to no. go with my Lucius Fox. Okay. Mm. Uh, and I'm going to go with LeVar Burton. LeVar Ooh, Burton. That's a that's good one. That's a good one. I, I mean, tech guy, Star Wars yeah. or Star Trek. So I'm like, hey, why not? You know? Yeah. I think he's good. he has a, that he's at that age where it could be a good Lucius Fox. I, I wonder if uh, Donald Glover is going to get nervous around him, though. <laughs> Even though Donald Glover's not going to be in this. <laughs> I just love that on community. Yeah. All right. Clearly got the wheel. All right. And let's see. Um, we'll do my Jim Gordon. Okay. And I'm going with Nick Offerman. Ooh. Is Jim Gordon? Oh, I could see that. He's got the like. I mean, his his pan face will work well. I feel like the, for I, this. I think he's got kind of like uh, he can pull off that gray area cop where you know he's he'll do good, but also like he's not willing to uh, fudge the lines. Who's Nick Offerman? He is. <laughs> <laughs> he's the very pan face guy off of um, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. If you know who that is, he's on a lot of other movies. Oh, he, he was in. You saw The Last of Us, right? Uh huh. He was in The Last of Us. He was the the old guy by living by himself. Oh, yeah. oh, that would be a good. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. okay. 
And you already did. You already pick. Jim? Yeah, I already got my Jim Gordon. Okay, I'm. I, yours reminded me of. I'm not going to pick this guy, especially because I don't want this to become a supernatural show. Um, but <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, I was thinking Bobby because he's on. Um, Bobby is also on. What is that superhero show that's on Amazon? Criddle. Oh, what, what is it called? What? Um, the boys. The boys. The he's boys? on the boys, oh. and he's—I forget who he is on that, but he's like some reoccurring. I want to say he's government, some guy in the government. Yeah, I don't know who he is, but anyway. So I was like, oh, maybe, but that was my idea off of your Nick Offerman. I was like, no. All right, back to me. Um, let's see. So I have—I've done Joker. I could do Jim, uh, Two Face. Okay, Two Face. I'm gonna go with. Harvey Dent Two-Face. Um, I am going to choose Oz- Oscar Isaac. AKA, That's a good one. A.K.A. Moon Knight. That guy's... Moon Knight, <laughs> Poe Dameron. Yeah. He's, a, he's all over the place in the Marvel and now yep. DC. <laughs> I, I think he's got the uh, the range, obviously, because I think he does... He's got the face. Yeah, he's got the face. He's, <laughs> if you got the face, you got the job. <laughs> the deformed <Just> face. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's Oh, no, it's Brett's turn. All right. So I... All right, just out of curiosity, you do you got your Alfred? I forgot. Yeah, I have my Alfred. It's Ralph Fiennes. All right. I do not have mine. You don't have your Alfred. But um, I have like five people lined up for Alfred. So you can't hurt him. And you have your Batman, right? I do not have my Batman. He's going to oh. wait till last. I, I have three people for Batman. Hmm. It's going to be... Um, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Ben I'm, Affleck. Ben Affleck is gonna be Alfred. <laughs> I'm going to twist. <laughs> I think I'm gonna wait till the very end for Batman because I'm still debating over two of them. And either one of them I think works. Think about their chins. That and <laughs> I, I, again. Their chins? Is there like a Batman chin? No Superman. I, I don't chin. know. There's something about it. The that's how i figured out my two batman <laughs> it was the chins so i'm gonna go with uh my alfred okay and i'm gonna go with mark strong oh i thought about him for a different role i think i thought about him for harvey dent that'd be good harvey dent too mr sinistro well, I mean, and then the funny thing about it is, is he he played the evil villain, in, Doctor uh, uh-huh. whatever in Shazam. He was in um, Green Lantern. Green, yeah, he was in Green Lantern. He was also in the um, the Kingsman. The Kingsman, yeah. So he's uh, very familiar with that. I am just gonna go with Lucius Fox, and you know, I will tell you, my Lucius Fox, this guy, like he's is previously being cast in a series or a movie that uh, was incorrect. I think this is the correct um, uh, setting for him. And that's Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Hmm. I don't know about I that. I think he'd be a good Lucius Fox. <laughs> I I just do not like him as Rhodey. I don't like him as Rhodey either. To be honest, I wish they would have stuck with the original guy. Uh-huh. I like him as the bomber in Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's great in that. No. I, I because don't. he has this, at least it, seriousness wise, yeah. for Rhodey, he does a good job and he could really do that. The sternness, he's now older. Mm-hmm. I feel as though Don Cheadle would. In fact, the funny thing was, is my, my, um, 
my brain kept on saying Iris Alba. And I'm like, no, Iris Alba would be Batman Bruce Wayne if we were to race yeah. swap them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you sure you didn't want to pick, uh, what's this? Oh gosh, man. I had his name in my head. Cuba Gooding. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Just that I'd check. All right. Back to me. <laughs> um, all right. So I have, Jim Gordon is one that I struggle with, I think, the most. And I'm going to just go with him and call it a day. I'm not happy with mine, but I'm going to choose for Jim Gordon, John Hamm. That's a good one. That is a really good one. He was up for Batman a while ago. Was he? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think I like his Mad Men kind of appeal to the role. He's Even a good I've never chin seen for Batman. Batman. Yeah, he does. That's a that's definitely a Batman chin. Mm-hmm. Could potentially be a Superman chin. <laughs> Criddle, you're up. Oh man, now you're make, I'm making me rethink somebody. So you have Joker, Rachel, Lucius Fox, and Jim Gordon. Uh, did I pick my Two Face? I do not believe I see a Two Face. Nope. Yeah, I'm rethinking a Two Face pick. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna switch my. I'm gonna recast this guy into the two face role and start the other role. <laughs> <laughs> he looks weird now. <laughs> he has looked weird for like the past ten years. Like I don't know if he had like facial reconstruction or he did like Botox, but his face it looks weird. Does not look natural. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he get jacked? Too? He's jacked. Oh yeah, he's super jacked, and his face looks odd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm. Um. Anyways. Um. So I had this person cast in a different role. Um, so, but I'm going to put him in my slot because Jeremy took mine. <laughs> I took your who? I you took my you took Bradley Cooper. Oh, okay. He was my choice for Two Face. <clears throat> um, so I'm going to put Ethan Hawke as my okay. Two-Face. That's, That's a, good a good one. one. That's a good one. I like that. He was my backup for Jim Gordon. That'd be a good. Jim Gordon. That too. would be actually no. That's a really good Jim Gordon. Oh, I really missed that opportunity. <laughs> I really like him for Picker's yeah. remorse. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy with Jim Gordon. <laughs> Jim Gordon is John John Ham, but I put John, Jim Ham, John Ham. But um, Ethan Hawke is awesome for that. Okay, and then I have uh, the wheel, and I, so I still have uh, Alfred and Batman. Hmm. Should I save my Batman for the last? Well, Brett's doing yeah. it, but then Brett will have the pick before you. I, I'll save my Batman for last. I'm going to roll the dice and gamble on this one. Mm. Okay. So I have five, five picks for <laughs> Alfred. Um, who's going to go well with my Batman? I'm, I'm going to do this now because I think he's... Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do this right now just because in t- because today... He has been playing a lot of cameo roles and smaller roles. So I'm going to go with him. And that's Hugh Grant. Okay. Okay. That's good. I can see it. Do you know what bugged me when I was looking at this? It kept on telling me Jeremy Irons every time I like did chat GPT. He's like, I'm like, no, Jeremy Irons has already been the role and I don't want him as a role again. He, he is. I think, I think he's one of my favorite Alfreds. Out of all of them. I mean, I could, you could kind of say Michael Caine, 
But I feel as though Michael Caine is kind of like a diet Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, Michael Caine's Alfred doesn't come off as like that military, yeah, uh, like it's true. experience in the background. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jeremy Irons kind of does. He does. Mm-hmm. Who was Alfred with the newest Batman? Um, oh, with the uh, Patrick. Uh, yeah, Robert. I don't. Robert. Oh, it, it's um. Uh, Gollum. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. That's yeah. why he kept popping up as an option too. I was like, I don't want to use him. Okay. Um. Okay. Let's see who I have left. So I have picked Batman. I picked Joker. I have picked Jim Gordon. I picked Two Face. I picked Alfred. Okay. So I have Rachel and Lucius Fox left. So I am gonna. Uh, honestly. Rachel was the easiest one for me, and I couldn't think of anybody else but her, really. I'm picking Rachel McAdams. That's a good one. But that's also partially because, like, she's one of my favorite actresses. And, yeah. So I was like... Devil in the Marvel, devil in the DC. Yep, there you go. And now it's Brett's turn. So we're going to hear Batman and who else? And Rachel. And Rachel. All right. Here we go. So I think I've... Finalize my Batman. I want this other one, but it would also, I think, film wise, it, it would work, but um, it would not work at the same time. So I'm going to go with my Batman, who is Taron Edgerson or Edgerton. Edger Batman? I, oh, gosh. Is that, that's the guy from Warrior, right? No, Taron Edgerton is uh, Kingsman. Kingsman. Ed Eggsy. Oh, is he the he guy who is plays on that Apple Plus yeah, show that you're telling Tetris. me about? He's on Tetris. Okay. Yeah. Let me just pull up the picture really quick. Taron Edgerton. Yeah. I think I because it's the chin. I always thought he'd be good cast as Wolverine. Maybe a good Wolverine too. Yeah. But uh yeah, because I think the struggle is for Batman is you need a good person who can be Bruce Wayne and Batman. Mm-hmm. And which the last one failed at the like, Bruce Wayne part. I, I think I, I yeah, I think Robert Pattinson is a good Batman, not a good Bruce Wayne. I think Ben Affleck is a good Batman, not a good Bruce Wayne. I think Michael Keaton I think could possibly be the best of both of them. Okay. I, I think I'm on board with you after realizing that, yeah, he's the guy off of Blackbird. He's the guy off of Tetris. Yeah, I'm on board with this. I'd be all for this. I'm curious to hear everybody's rundown of all their characters yeah. at the end. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I support you, Brett, in this. Thank you. I always forget about him, even though I, when I watched Blackbird, I was like, this guy's great. He's going places. <laughs> he's already places. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my bad. <laughs> Okay. Um, so that was your Batman. Mm-hmm. And now it's your Rachel? Yep, my Rachel. And I I had to ask Chat GPT for this because <laughs> I, like, who's Rachel? I could not figure this out for the life of me. And Chat GPT came up with Anna D. Armas. Okay. Why am I blanking on that? She's she's the girl in Knives Out. The lead, the nurse. Oh yeah, I recently was looking her up for some reason. I was like, because I wasn't aware she was on anything else. 
honestly. I was thinking you were going to pick Karen Gillan <laughs> as Rachel. That'd be a, oh, I now have Picker's Remorse. No. <laughs> oh, that would be a good one. I, the only other person, and you already picked your Rachel, right? I did. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Alexandra Daddario. <laughs> the only other Rachel I was considering was um, Felicity Jones. Okay. From uh, Rogue One. Okay. Well, I, I had Alicia Vikander. The other one that ChatGPT wanted me to, and because it, it kept on, I, I must have asked it like seven times. <laughs> and it just, it kept on going. It, so this was the un, the only one that wasn't this one. And the one that it told me for six times was Zoe Zaldana from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Zaldana. Okay. Yeah. That would have been an okay. And pick. I'm like, that's good. Yeah. But I'm like, I just, I don't see her as Rachel though. Well, I don't see Karen Julian as Rachel, honestly, either. So I don't feel like you, <laughs> you miss anything. There. All right. My last one, Lucius Fox. So this one, I might, if you guys know how to pronounce it, might have to help me with pronunciation. But it, it was like, she, she whittle. Yeah. Uh, I know exactly who you're talking the, about. The guy from Doctor Strange? Yes. I think he is from Doctor Strange. Now I think. Yes, he is. He plays Baron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. So yeah, that she will, I'm going to try for it. Ejavor, something yeah. like that, <clears throat> as my Lucius Fox. Yep. I forgot that he was on that. I saw that he was on 2012. I'm like, ooh, I so remember have, him on 2012. So you have two characters from Doctor Strange. I do. I do, Rachel McAdams and him. Okay. <laughs> so I did not think of that until and, now. And technically you have Bradley Cooper who's in the MCU as well. Yeah, so I do. Three. I'm just stealing from the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know James Gunn is trying to steal from the MCU also for but, some of his... DC products. I know DC had a line in the sand that like if you worked for Marvel you couldn't, but I think that line has obviously oh, yeah. been broken. And mm-hmm. and I've we've seen plenty of back and forth. Oh yeah. Now. Oh, there's Oscar Isaac and Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, but it's funny though, because I had Idris Elba also as Lucius Fox in there, and I had the same quandary that you're know, like he's more of a Batman than he is a Lucius Fox, and so I'm just sitting there I'm like, Ugh. I don't think. El- Idris Elba has enough hair to be Bruce Wayne. No, but I mean, if you were to, <laughs> but he's like, got the personality. If you were to race, why do you want him to have hair? I don't know. Bruce Wayne just got hair. <laughs> but I, I, if anything, like I, I just don't like the idea of casting an old Batman like Ben Affleck. So yeah. I just like see. In- that's why I always like you know people were like I don't think I like Ben Affleck because I don't think he can act. I'm like no, he can act, but he's just too old. Mm-hmm. He is too old. And I like younger Batmans. I like more of the Playboy Batman, which is Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. At and, the time, and I mean, obviously, some of the newer—I mean, the older Batmans from that—I don't think Michael Michael. Ke- I mean, back in the '90s, they weren't Playboyish like Iron Man w- was a Playboyish, but Christian Bale definitely was of that. And I like that. I like—I don't know why I like the young youngness of it. Like, obviously, it means more fighting because they're younger. Ben Affleck is like. Like, I don't know, robot fighting because mm-hmm. he's stiff. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, Criddle, wrap this up. Uh, my Batman. I have three choices. I will go with one of them. Uh, I will go with Liam Hemsworth. That's a good one. For, sorry. He'd make a good. This is your Batman? Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> they could show he, his brother. He'd make a good <laughs> Bruce Wayne, but I'm not seeing him as Batman. That's where that's where he would need to work. Is a uh, that's 
I was focusing on the Bruce Wayne aspect because I think the Batman can be can be picked up pretty easily. I think you're right. If I were to choose, that would probably be the case. It, I could see because it. Because I had him on my list and I just kept on going, good Bruce Wayne, not a good Batman. And that's why I went to Taron Egerton because I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel as though he has the, both qualities. Yeah, I I think he I think anybody can play Batman. It's who can play Bruce Wayne the best. And well, so I think he might be able to. And I'm very excited to share my runner up for Batman because I think he could do both of them. But I think, and and I think there would be somewhat of an issue if it was, well. Because I, I think he's better suited for another role. Yeah, just, I, think, I think he pulls off yeah. Batman just fine. I mean, I have no problem with him as uh, Bruce Wayne. Uh, but yeah, I'm very excited to hear some of our runners up because I, my runner up for Batman, I think would actually be more perfect than Taron Egerton. So, but I like him in a different role. So before we do a rundown of our, our picks, do we want to pick do go through our honorable mentions? I actually, well, I don't know. What do you want? Uh, I can read through it. Let's just read through everybody. Okay, let's read through everybody. Sorry. So, Brett, you have... um, I wish I would have put these in categories, but (laughs) the order that you picked them in. Jim Gordon is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Two-Face is Jake Gyllenhaal. Joker is Bill Skarsgård. Alfred, which I think... I wonder if Bill Skarsgård could have done also a good Two-Face also. Mm -hmm. Alfred is Mark Strong. Lucius Fox is Don Cheadle. Batman is Taron Edgerton. Rachel is Anna Day. Aramis. Mm-hmm. And then uh, mine, I have Bruce Wayne, Batman as Jensen Ackles, Alfred as Ralph Fiennes, Joker as Bradley Cooper, Two-Face Oscar Isaac, Jim Gordon as John Hamm, Rachel as Rachel McAdams, and Lucius Fox as Chewittle Eofor. And Criddle, you have Joker as uh, James McAvoy, Rachel as Alexandra Daddario, Lucius Fox as LeVar Burton, Jim Gordon as Nick Offerman, Two-Face is Ethan Hawke. Alfred is Hugh Grant. Batman is Liam Hemsworth. No, I want all three of these movies to be made. (laughs) If you were to say, what is your favorite out of everybody's picks, just not of all the whole cast, what is your favorite casting of these? Because I think my favorite casting has got to be, um, oh man, I just saw it was on Criddles. I think it was Ethan Hawke. I think Ethan Hawke is Two-Face. As two, yeah, I think Ethan Hawke as Two Face is my favorite out of everybody's casting. I mean, I'd have to go with uh, the the, uh, the Rachel that <laughs> <laughs> the what? Oh, uh, I just if you only saw her in uh, Doctor Who, you'd totally buy um, Karen Gillan. As Rachel. Oh, okay. So I'm like, you you know her from just Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy, but if just knowing what she did in Doctor Who, I'm like, I forgot she was in Doctor Who. Like, she would be perfect for for Rachel. So I, <laughs> that, that, that's my my best casting right there. Your best miscasting. Criddle, <laughs> what do you think is the best casting of all these? Out of all of them, um. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh! Ding um, I mean, what were your guys's Alfreds? Mine was um, your Ralph Mark Strong. Mark, Mark Strong. Strong. Maybe I mean, Mark Strong is a good is a solid pick for Alfred. 
Like I could see him as the tech guy and also the mm-hmm. the healing guy. So maybe Mark Strong. And it's finally be nice to take him away from being an evil person. Yeah, he yeah, always he's plays a bad guy. Kind of a typecast yeah. evil guy. Oh, he's pretty nice in the Kingsman. Yeah, okay. he's a good guy. So like he has that Alfred mm-hmm. uh, aspect, but he doesn't have hair. Just kidding. Because <laughs> <laughs> of pitch. It's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, honor. Uh, so yeah, who who are your uh, honorable mentions? Uh, I'll start um, for my Batman. My backups were Scott Eastwood, okay, and John David Washington. Both of these names escape me. Uh, Eastwood's Scott, good. Who's Washington? So Scott Eastwood plays. I mean, I don't know him in too many things, but he was in the the Fate of the Furious, and in the, uh, he was like the Mister Nobody's next in command guy. Hmm. Just imagine Clint Eastwood, Clint but Eastwood, a lot younger. younger. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing him, and I'm like, I don't think I've seen anything you've been in. And then John David Washington was in Tenet, and in The Creator. I haven't seen The Creator. Sorry, what is it, his name again? John David Washington, Denzel Washington's son. Man, I'm, apparently I'm not aware of people's kids. He was in Tenet. I haven't seen Tenet yet. I don't know why I haven't, but I haven't. Tenet's good, but it's one of those that you need to watch it multiple times to possibly understand it. Uh, and I've only watched it once, but I've been meaning to watch it more than once. I guess he's in Inception also. Oh, okay. I don't know who he is, but he's in Inception. So, yeah, um, that was uh, for Batman. For Joker, I had a backup of Tom Hiddleston. Okay. Um, and Jake Gyllenhaal and Andy Samberg. <laughs> Andy Samberg, that'd be interesting. Um for Jim Gordon, my backup was going to be Ethan Hawke. Okay. Um, but I moved him to Two-Face instead of my backup, which was Rob Lowe. Um, Alfred, I had Tom Selleck, Denzel Washington, Asai Morales, and Colin Firth. I, you have a good backup. Like, you know, if you, you know, Rachel as Karen Gillan, <laughs> you have Ethan <laughs> Hawke as Commissioner Gordon. Like... Some of these backups are just as equally as good as your actual draft. <laughs> <laughs> and then my backup for Lucius Fox was Lenny James. Lenny James. He uh, plays Morgan on The Walking Dead. Morgan. Why am I spacing Morgan? Black uh, guy. First season of The Walking Dead. Son. Or was, he helped Rick. First episode. Man, I am spacing it. <laughs> <laughs> It's just Lenny James is his name? Lenny James. He British plays, actor. He okay. plays Morgan. Oh, the guy that, yeah. Okay. But, but I like LeVar Burton better. Okay. I forgot about this character, to be honest. <laughs> I, I I, never, I didn't use chat GBT for any of this. It was all like just. Well, look at you. <laughs> having a good A team and B team. I got a chat GBT in my head. Yeah, yeah that's right. It's not fair. <laughs> I mean,. We, we used to play the movie game all the time, like so. I've like, I've grown weak. It's I I've gotten really bad, but like I have to like really hone in and focus a lot of times to get it to kind of the fire going. Mm-hmm. All, right. all right, Brett. What are your honorable? Mentions? So my honorable mentions is the Joker, and this would there, there's this one could be done well, but I think people would be like, eh, he's already done it, but differently. Willem Dafoe. I, I thought about him. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Green, Green Goblin. Uh-huh. And then uh, Two-Face, uh, Adam Driver. Okay. Yeah. 
And then the one that I really don't think, I, I feel as though he'd even be more perfect than Taron Edgerton, but I liked him cast the way he was, but it, it just, nothing worked for him. And that's Henry Cavill as Batman slash Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Because he has he's the perfect Bruce Wayne. He does. He does. But if he, <laughs> this is the dumbest reason not to, He's almost too perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that's the sad part about like his. He's super, like he's the perfect Superman too. Uh-huh, he, he just wasn't given good stories. No, he really was. And and I, we talked about this previously. And I think, like I said, the reason I hate Superman with the, the most recent reboots and all that is they don't make him human. They you know, he like has no personality. He's very yeah pan face and well. So, and, Kind of compared to the Christopher Reeves where he's constantly smiling and he's yeah, happy. Yeah. Like, why won't they well, let him smile? Supposedly, that's what they're they're making that <clears throat> big change with him in the new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they could keep him and just change him like they did with um, Chris Hemsworth and Thor, like, I feel like that was a huge change from Thor 1, 2, and then 3 was a huge change in who Thor was, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So just do the same thing with... Uh, and, and James Gunn did that. Mm-hmm. So... Because no, never mind. Not James Gunn. Um, that was Taika. Yeah, Taika who did that. <clears throat> All right, my mine are. I already told you about Joker as Brian Cranston and mm-hmm. Bill Skarsgård, but you have Bill Skarsgård. Did you put him as Joker? I forgot. Um, I have him. Yeah, you have yeah. him as Joker. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I can look at my notes. Uh, Jim Gordon. I had to back up as Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> uh, Two Face. I also had John Hamm as Two Face as a backup. That'd be a good Two Face. Mm-hmm. I just liked Oscar, Oscar Isaac a little bit more. Um, Alfred, I had Timothy Dalton and Ben Kingsley as a backup there. I thought Timothy Dalton was he looking do that. That would be good for both of them. Mm-hmm. Former Bond as yeah, I can see that. And then Rachel, I told you Felicity Jones, and then backup Lucius, Lucius Fox is Idris Elba, but he's too. He would he look down at Batman and be like, "I'm bigger than you are." <laughs> like, oh, uh, you want to come fight with me? <sighs> but yeah, I think <clears throat> I think everybody did a really good job, to be honest, with this one. I agree. So let's see. If they were standing neck to neck, Taron Edgerton, Jensen Ackles, and Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. I probably have the young. Well, you you and I might have the youngest Batman. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Jensen Ackles is what, in his, his 40s. 40s. Yeah. I don't know how old Hemsworth is. Probably in his 30s. Yeah, I guarantee And Edgerton's probably in his 30s too. Or late 20s. I don't know. The only problem I had with Jensen Ackles is I felt like with the boys that, you know, he's already played a superhero in the boys. <clears throat> Would that be a be an issue with casting? I don't think so. I mean, you took Ryan Reynolds as the Green Lantern and then he turned into Deadpool. That's true. I wish they would redo Green Lantern. They yeah, are. so do I because they are. It, it's a they are? Oh yeah, they do because they're gonna have what's his face as Guy Gardner. <laughs> Nathan. Nathan Fillion. Fillion. <laughs> <laughs> the douche. <laughs> Which the is funny because in, in the anim, the animated movies for the DC animated universe, he is Hal Jordan. And I think he actually I think he works voice acting wise great as Hal Jordan. But like in actuality, <laughs> in 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 real life, I feel as though he is Guy Gardner. 
which is funny because he was just recently on a Marvel movie. Um, yeah, he Guardians, was on Guardians 3. 3. Guardians 3, yeah. Mm-hmm. As a side character, but still there. All right. Well, good job, everyone. Let's move mm-hmm. on to our recommendations. Brett, what do you got to recommend for us? Oh, man. So it's so funny that you're... Um, well, what I've gotten into, and I've lost into this universe, is I have been... I, I love, and I've brought this up a bunch of times. I love like these YouTube video essays that some people do, and I and I recently talked to you about how was you know the Ultimate X Men, and the main reason why I was curious about that is they're getting re- Marvel's getting ready to reboot the Ultimate Universe, uh, similarly but different at the same exact time, and in comic book form, movie form, comic book form. Okay, it's going to be similar but different because. What had happened is the person who created the ultimate uh, universe, the the maker, he has gone back and he has decided to change certain things in continuity. He prevented Peter Parker from being bitten by a, the spider. So as a teenager, he w- never became Spider-Man. He actually became Spider-Man in his 30s. And then there's a couple other things that are completely different with everything. So I'm kind of interested in that. But what is that a final destination kind of thing? Yeah, kind of. Where it's going to happen eventually. Uh huh. But uh, I I started watching these YouTube video essays on what went wrong with, you know, the uh, ultimates. What went wrong with, uh, you know, this storyline with uh, the Spider-Man? What went wrong with DC's, you know, whatever? And it's just fantastic because the the amount of um, effort and time that these people go into, and they're probably professional YouTubers, but uh, it's just fascinating to just find these like video essays that are like near documentary quality, huh. but they're just people. They're not big production companies. That's cool. Hmm. And so, what is the series called? Well, um, it I, I find them on various channels, but uh, okay. w- one of them is he does some reviews, but he also does these video essays. And one of them is Owen Owen Likes Comics or something like that. Okay. All right. Um, It's funny what you're saying that just this week, I've been thinking about how if Marvel could create the X-Men universe, like, I mean, it could be part of the MCU, but I would really like it if if Marvel could create the X-Men universe because... I feel like there is so much to the X-Men universe that we don't, that most people don't know, but there is so much there. And reading X-Men, the ultimate X-Men, I was like, yeah, there, I mean, there's all these characters that they're only in X-Men series, and yet they have such small parts. But I was like, if they brought them into a movie form, then, I mean, there would just be so much there. There's so much capability. I think the hardest part with Marvel right now is they need to let go of what's happened with X-Men. Let it go. Yes. Start fresh. Mm-hmm. Don't recast people in the same roles. Yep. Start fresh with everybody. Even Hugh Jackman. Yep. Well, and what they also need to do is because, like, for me personally, when the X-Men cartoon was super huge, I went to try to get into reading X-Men comics. And what put me off is the team that I saw on in the animated series was scattered throughout X-Men, X-Force, and um, X-Factor. And that is what I I couldn't hack. But, you know, the interesting thing about that whole X-Men thing is what they need to do is they need to create an origin type of a a start here movie 
And mm-hmm. then don't do X-Men 1, 2, and 3 initially. Do an X-Men movie. And then do And then do like an X-Force movie. Maybe okay. do an X-Factor movie. And then maybe by that time you have an X... Well, and I think they also might need to do something similar to Iron Man too. Yeah. where I mean, not like the Logan series, like where Logan and Wolverine had his own thing, but like, like not necessarily... Like, like a good example actually would be Captain America in his movies. Mm-hmm. His, his movies aren't just solely about him. I mean, there is Avengers in the second one. Well, according to Screen Rant, um, the uh, X-Men origin Wolverine, if that was supposed to be a success, they were supposed to do that through many of the X-Men characters. Mm-hmm. It was started off with Wolverine because he's the most popular one. Yeah. It was going to go Cyclops, you know, you know, a couple of the other ones, but because it was just a massive flop, they just cut because that's why it was called X-Men Origins, you know, semi or colon Wolverine. Wolverine. Gotcha. And the biggest fluke that they could do again, because they did this with the reboot of X-Men is don't start it off with Xavier either. In fact, like if they did their, if they did the origin story, maybe of Xavier and Magneto as a start, but I still don't feel like that's the Iron Man well, punch you need to get going. But they already did that, though. They did that with the... First um, class? Yeah, the X-Men first class. But like they didn't do like their... Con- like I mean, they talked about it, right? They didn't do a full like origin story of both of them. I kind of. Yeah, they kind of did. They kind of did. They, did. they yeah. talk about how... Did Magneto... Did they talk about how Magneto put him in the wheelchair and all that? Yeah, uh, it's been... Yeah. I believe so. Man, it apparently has been a while. Anyway... I just think they need to do the X-Men universe and really expand on that because I think they they have so much there. All right. My recommendation, <clears throat> I we mentioned it, I think, in the last podcast, but it wasn't a recommendation, but it is officially now because I finished it. It is The Night Agent. It is fantastic. It is good. It is a really good series. I binged through it so fast. It was so good. It is a 24, if you will, kind of story, but mm-hmm. it is just as good. So... Yeah. Nope. I agree. I I back that up. Okay. I I need to watch. I need to start watching more stuff. But now that football season's winding down, I'm have way more time <laughs> to watch things. My recommendation this week it is I don't I don't, don't get eat it. Meat. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat meat. I don't. <laughs> it is food. Um, I don't. I don't understand why it's 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 good. But I'm gonna recommend Costco cheese pizza. <laughs> Everybody says that, and I don't. I'm not on that boat. I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe it's just because I'm the vegetarian right now, but it just no. Nope. It hit the spot for me. Taylor, who is on, you know, another host of the podcast, <laughs> he loves the cheese pizza. I'm like, it's just cheese pizza. I don't get it. it to me, I don't get no, it. I, I agree with you, Jeremy, because like, what is it? Every so often, our um, like, you know, we'll have some sort of competition in our school, and the reward is a pizza party for the class, and of course the school or the PTA, whoever is buying it, will always go because you can get more bang for your buck mm-hmm. through Costco. And so they'll bring it there and every and the kids are super excited because, you know, they you know, if they go to a standard place, they're gonna get only one slice. But because it's Costco, they're able to buy twice as much. So the kids not only like it, but they actually rave about it. And I'm sitting there eating like what why is everybody excited about yeah. this? <laughs> I don't get it. I, I mean 
don't get me wrong. If the option is Little Caesars or Costco Pizza, I'll choose Costco Pizza. See, I'll go Little Caesars. I'll go Little Caesars if I do the like the extra more. What is it called? The most bestest or mm-hmm. whatever, like the pepperoni most bestest. So it's like twice the pepperoni. Now, my granted, this is just a recommendation. This yeah. is not like my favorite. Pizza oh, I place. know, I know. I see what you. I know what you're saying. <laughs> this is not my favorite pizza <laughs> place. This is pro. This is a recommendation for your the, the the probably some of the best cheapest pizza. No, no, no. I I, I know what you're saying. I just <laughs> I just don't get the cheese pizza. That's the thing because I just don't like cheese pizza. To begin with, do you See, like cheese pizza? Otherwise, though, before that, I not it wasn't my go-to. Okay, cheese pizza is my go-to. Like, oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah. Give me cheese pizza and the red pepper flakes. That that is, you don't like pepperoni. Pepperoni is not your go-to. Cheese pizza and some red pepper flakes. That is my favorite type. Now of pizza. you don't like Hawaiian style, right? That is disgusting. Yes, Criddle. I I I do like Hawaiian. Oh, okay. Pineapple should be eaten alone and by itself. <laughs> no. One time I made a pizza and I put. I grinded up pineapple in the tomato sauce. Oh, how was that? Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we'll leave you here with that. 